Rav Judah here, and we are at Bavakama, Perak Zion, Mishnah Gimel. Uh, this is a uh, shout-out for all you Makot fans out there. Those who have learned the first Perak of Makot are familiar with the notion of an Eid Zomim. An Eid Zomim is a very specific subset of false witnesses. There's your garden variety false witness, people who say things that are untrue, people who say things they didn't see, um, things that are false, things that are contradictory, etc. However, Adam Zomamin is a specific subset of false testimony wherein a person testifies that they saw something happen, and the truth is, it may or may not have happened. It may even turn out that from other witnesses we will find out that in fact it did happen. However, the Adam Zomamin who was testifying couldn't have known that because they were somewhere else on that day. So what defines an Adam Zomamin is they couldn't know what they're testifying about, whether it is or isn't true is kind of irrelevant, it's just that they couldn't know it because they were elsewhere. Elsewhere, and the Torah has a specific punishment, namely they receive that which they attempted to dish out. They get the punishment they were trying to impose on somebody else with their testimony. With that in mind, we dive into the Mishnah. So if uh, if two witnesses, A and B, come along, and they say that Ruvain stole from Shimon, and then shechted or sold it, so he would now be chayav four or five, let's say five times for our purposes, and it turns out that A and B are Zomamin. It could be that Ruvain, in fact, did the theft, and it could be that, in fact, Ruvain actually did shecht uh, this ox, etc. Um, however, or sell, sell it. However, it turns out that A and B are Zomamin. They couldn't have known that because this whole event took place in, uh, in I don't know, in uh, upstate New York, and uh, Reuven and A and B were in Belgium that day. They couldn't have known. So Michelle and Hakol, they now owe Reuven five times. They owe him the full payment they were trying to impose on Reuven to Shimon. If, by the way, some other witnesses convict Reuven of the same, Reuven will have to pay Shimon, but that's really irrelevant for us. The key point is that uh, A and B have to pay Reuven all five times, the full amount that they were trying to cause him to pay to Shimon as a thief who then subsequently sold or shechted. Interesting. So what happens if Reuven is accused by A and B? A and B accuse Reuven of having stolen from Shimon, uh, and then C and D come along and say, by the way, we saw him uh, we saw him shechted or sell. And it turns out that A and B and C and D could not have known this entire set of events that was taking place in upstate New York because all of them were in Belgium or somewhere else that day. They're all Zomimin. Then what happens is A and B have to pay Ruvain the double two times, because that's what they were trying to impose upon him. C and D now pay Ruvain three times the amount, if it was an ox, two times if it was a sheep, because they're paying the overage, the amount between two times and five times, because that was their role. They're the ones who said that Ruvain had stolen or shechted. That was their imposition upon him, is an extra three times payment, and that's what they now have to pay Ruvain for having been Zomame about it. Uh, having testified falsely about it when they weren't there. Here's an elegant variation. Uh, Ruvain uh, is accused by A and B of stealing from Shimon, and then C and D come along and say that Ruvain subsequently shechted or sold it, and it turns out that A and B were in fact there in, uh, in upstate New York, and so Ruvain himself has to pay Shimon double of what, you know, what he did. However, C and D, who say that Ruvain then subsequently sold or shechted it, could not have known because they were in Belgium that day, so they pay Ruvain three. So in the end, Ruvain pays Shimon two times, and C and D pay Ruvain three times. And by the way, if the, again, the fact that Ruvain may or may not have actually sold or shechted is irrelevant. The key is that C and D could not have known that because they were in Belgium. So until somebody else comes along, that's that. Ruvain will pay Shimon double, and C and D will pay Ruvain 
triple for having been zomim about him and try to get him to pay Shimon the, tri- the extra triple. Okay. Now let's say either C or D was a zomim, was a false witness who hadn't been there. The entire second testimony just falls apart because you don't actually have uh, two witnesses. In order to be uh, obligated in a zomim payment, both of them have to be zomim. So here one is zomim, one is not. The whole second testimony is out the window, and all we have is A and D's testimony about Reuben having stolen from Shimon, so he has to pay double. But the whole uh, zomim and you know sold or shechted thing is is gone. Ah, fascinating conclusion that if, let's say, Reuven is accused of having stolen from Shimon, A and B say that Reuven stole, C and D say that Reuven shechted or sold. If either A or B is found to be a zomim, only one of them, the entire case goes out the window. Why? So vis-a-vis A and B, because we don't have a pair of witnesses, because one of them was a zomim, so their entire testimony is gone. They're not a pair of zomim witnesses that have to pay Reuven for their accusation, and they're not a pair of regular witnesses, because one of them is a false Zomian witness, so they're out the window. But not only that, C and D now don't have to pay anything either. Why? Because as the Mishnah says, since the whole pre- premise of this case was that there was a theft, and the theft was based on A and B's testimony. So if there's no Geneva, because A and B's testimony had been thrown out the window because one of them was in Belgium, then there is no Tevicha or Mechira. There is no Shechting or Sale, because the testimony of C and D is contingent upon A and B. C and D, all they can say is, we saw a man shecht or, st- or sell. They can't say we saw him steal. The stealing was dependent upon the testimony of A and B. A and B have been found to be, uh, either A or B was found to be zomim. That went out the window. If there's no theft, then there's no subsequent testimony that, that is uh, useful of sale or shechita.